Talk Radio 95.5. Welcome back at 13 before the hour. First light headlines. Over 500 Minnesota National Guard soldiers arrived in Minneapolis and surrounding areas as protests erupted for a third night over the death of a black man while in police custody. This as angry crowds have gathered in cities nationwide to demand justice after the death of George Floyd following his arrest on Monday. Last night, smoke and orange flames filled the night sky as protesters breached the third precinct in Minneapolis and set it ablaze. Others tossed fireworks toward the precinct building, which is closest to where Floyd was shown on video with an officer kneeling on his neck before he died. Sarah Seidner is in Minneapolis for us. What has really changed here, something I have actually never witnessed, and I have covered dozens upon dozens of protests. The thing that is different here is I have never seen a situation where police have completely left the area and let, literally let it burn. Uh, usually you at least see fire trucks that come. You see a bigger contingent of police. They'll pull back and then all of a sudden you'll have officers who come in from all parts of the city. In this case, it's clearly a calculated move from the police. They moved back to the precinct. They, we watched that happen yesterday night. And today they never left the precinct. And then as night fell and the fires grew and then they finally you know, set the building on fire, the officers were, were gone. We, we have not seen them for hours. Um, what we have seen is fires now burning in other places. So now, just across the street, where there's a huge parking lot and people have been firing off uh, lots of fireworks, you are seeing the target engulfed in flames. Uh, you are seeing across the street from the police department the liquor store in, in, engulfed. I mean, it is, it is burning hot and is burning large. And you are seeing other businesses start to catch fire because those fires are burning so hot. But I have never seen a situation where a precinct, a police department precinct is on fire and there is absolutely no authority out there to try and control the situation. So now it is literally just the protesters who are out in the streets and they are, some of them just standing and watching, other than cheering, many times you'll see lots of fireworks that are going off overhead. Um, you hear cheering. Uh, people are actually trying to break into the precinct, but it's on fire. So there's a great danger there as well. And now we could smell gas as we were leaving the scene. And now we're hearing from the city that they believe that a gas line has been ruptured. There were protests in nearby St. Paul, Minnesota, where protesters smashed store windows and demonstrations in Phoenix, New York City, and Denver, among other American communities. At least seven people were shot as protesters in Louisville demonstrated against the killing of Breonna Taylor, a black woman fatally shot by police in her home in March. Louisville police confirmed in a statement that there were at least seven shooting victims with at least one person in critical condition. A spokesman says no officers fired their service weapons. The tensions 
between the Trump administration and China are growing. The administration may soon expel thousands of Chinese graduate students and impose other sanctions against Chinese officials. These are the latest signs of escalating tensions over trade, the coronavirus pandemic, human rights, and the status of Hong Kong. Hawaii is extending the state's 14-day quarantine requirement for travelers arriving in that state beyond June 30th. The nation's capital is starting to reopen. Beginning today, a tiny slice of pre-pandemic normality starts returning to Washington, D.C., as the three-month-old coronavirus stay-at-home order is replaced by the first phase of a reopening plan. All across the capital area and the four neighboring Virginia counties that are reopening on the same schedule, business owners are deciding whether they'll be ready to reopen. Return. Friday Sports Baseball. The union expected to respond to MLB's pay cut proposal with a 100-plus game schedule and guaranteed prorated salaries. Meantime, hundreds of minor leaguers cut, as it appears there will be no minor league baseball season. NFL Ravens linebacker Matthew Juden signs his franchise tender. NHL awards Alex Ovechkin and David Pasternak share the Rocket Richard Trophy with 48 goals. That's the ninth for the Grade 8, while Pasta's Bruins grab the President's Trophy with 100 points. NASCAR Chase Elliott wins the Cup Series race in Charlotte, and mid-June start date it's announced for the English Premier League and Italy's Serie A soccer. I'm Robert Workman. Thank you, Robert. A check now on what's happening around the country with AccuWeather meteorologist Frank Strait. Friday, a cold front will be pushing through the eastern part of the country and keeping the weather active east of the Mississippi with a risk for severe thunderstorms for parts of the mid-Atlantic and northeast with damaging wind, hail, and isolated tornadoes. Warm and soupy air masses in place ahead of this front. Harrisburg, Pennsylvania sees 84 for a high today, 85 in Philadelphia, near 80 in New York and Boston. Southeast warm and sticky with afternoon thunderstorms, high 82 in Raleigh, 85 in Columbia, South Carolina, 84 in Tallahassee, and 87 in New Orleans. Cooler and more comfortable there is pushing into the nation's midsection, though. 73 for the high in Chicago today, 75 in Kansas City, and 86 in Dallas. You stay hot out west, though, 111 for the high in Phoenix. The May record is 114 there, so we're getting close, but the west coast is cooler, near 70 for L.A. and San Francisco. For more on the weather in your backyard, check the AccuWeather app. I'm AccuWeather meteorologist Frank Streit. Thanks, Frank. Well, these numbers are just awful. 40 million Americans are now out of work since this pandemic began, and it comes as new numbers released just yesterday show another 2.1 million people filed jobless claims last week. One state hit especially hard is California, where the governor is warning of an economic fallout the likes of which we haven't seen. Kyung La is in the Golden State for us. A tourist-free Hollywood a traffic-free Lombard Street in San Francisco, an empty Rose Bowl and Hollywood Bowl, all symbols of the beating COVID-19 has inflicted on America's largest and most diverse economy. California's governor estimates about one in every four Californians could be jobless this year. One out of four in a state of 40 million people. What has this virus done to your industry? Um. Nobody's working right now. 720,000 people work in film and entertainment in California. Filmmaker Jay Duplass is one of them. The majority of our industry are, you know, blue-collar workers who are showing up at 6 in the morning and leaving at 8 at night, and people who are living paycheck to paycheck, job to job. So it, it's, it's really tough. The industry turning to food banks to now feed their own. In Napa's vineyards, business has cratered. Oh, I never imagined we would live through something like this. Stephanie Honig and her namesake vineyard are part of California's $57 billion wine industry, now corked. 
a lot of our sales are to hotels, restaurants, and country clubs, and those are all shut down. We're about 50% under where we were last year. The San Diego Zoo has gone from five and a half million tickets sold at its two parks last year to now zero. California has been especially hard hit because the state depends on air travel for visitors, both domestic and international. Thank you. But there are signs of recovery. In-store retail opened this week. Small businesses employ just under half of all private workers. California Governor Gavin Newsom warns any recovery will be slow and the state budget will suffer as the income tax dependent state sees a massive drop off. By no stretch of the imagination uh, is this virus behind us. We're moving forward. Uh, we're not looking back, but we are uh, walking into the unknown. Thanks to correspondent Kyung La reporting for First Light, where we have a break and then we're back with more. Can a tree change a life? At Trees for the Future, we believe trees make all the difference in the fight against poverty, hunger, and climate change. Through a proven permaculture method called the Forest Garden Approach, Trees for the Future has positively impacted over 26,000 farmers and their children. Are you ready to leave a lasting impact on the world? Find out how to plant seeds of hope this season at trees.org radio. That's trees.org radio. NerdWallet has helpful tools and tips for all things personal finance because when it comes to finances, no one nerds out like NerdWallet. Are you wondering if now's a good time to start investing or if you should refinance your house? When you have those kinds of questions, trust the experts at NerdWallet. They're real nerds who make even the most complicated money questions simple to understand. Plus, their calculators and side-by-side -side comparisons will help you make sense of your options. For all your money questions, turn to the nerds at nerdwallet.com. AutoZone has more ways for you to get what you need when you need it. With their free same-day pickup, you can place your order online and grab what you need today at more than 5,700 AutoZone locations. And if you have a job that can wait until tomorrow, AutoZone offers free next-day delivery on orders over $35. Just order by 10 p.m. At AutoZone, free next-day delivery is available on over 100,000 parts, including ones for jobs like replacing your brake pads and rotors or installing new wipers. Visit AutoZone.com today to start your job fast. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Listen up, South Jersey. Sergeant Seal Code here. Do you want to extend the life of your asphalt, protect your investment, and give your property curb appeal? Then you should call Sergeant Seal Code today for all your seal coating, line striping, and asphalt maintenance needs. Veteran-owned, family-operated, serving all of South Jersey since 2015. Call 855-SERGEANT-SEAL today. That's 855-SGT-SEAL. 132. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We're coming up on two minutes before the top of the hour here on First Light. It's a strange ending to a strange week. We have a great American city, Minneapolis, uh, in flames overnight. Protests there. 
And uh, now the problem between President Trump and Twitter is going to get worse. Twitter this morning says that a tweet from the president suggesting that protesters in Minneapolis could be shot violates the company's rules against glorifying violence. And so now they are preventing users from seeing that message without first reading a brief notice describing that rule violation. Twitter also blocking users from liking or replying to Mr. Trump's post. And that's our program for the week. I'm Michael Toscano. Thanks to David Ozeal and Bill Michaels. See you Monday. At Advance Auto Parts, we want to make sure your vehicle is ready to roll when you are. We have the right oil and filters at the right price every day. From brands like Pennzoil, Mobile One, Valvoline, and Castrol. And if you make a qualifying Pennzoil purchase this month, you'll get Gum Out Regain Fuel Injector Cleaner for free. Also, visit AdvanceAutoParts.com and tell us about a hero in your community. You could each win $1,000. Advance your auto at Advance Auto Parts and participate in CarQuest locations. HardRockCasino.com saw its largest jackpot winner earn over $230,000 on a single $5 bet. This online casino winner was playing the progressive slot Divine Fortune online at HardRockCasino.com to pass the time. This comes after another Hard Rock online casino customer won over $226,000 on Lock It Link. Try your luck now at HardRockCasino.com. Open your secure account today for a 100% deposit match up to $1,000 and get 50 free spins. Offer valid for new verified players only in the state of New Jersey. Must be 21 plus. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 95.5 FM and 1450 AM, WPGG Atlantic City, WENJ 97.3, HD3 Millville. Things got worse in Minneapolis overnight. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. The third night of protests over the death of a black man being arrested by police got even more violence. There is ongoing looting, uh, fires, multiple cars on fires. Some of these looters and rioters are still trying to bust into this U.S. bank here. And we have heard gunshots uh, in the time that we have been here. There's thick smoke throughout the air as all types of fires are raging. Uh, we believe that we are also hearing people fire off guns. There's people walking around with bats and masks. That's Fox's Matt now, one of the buildings burning is a police precinct that had to be evacuated. Officers in SWAT gear are now out in force near the protesters. The National Guard had been called in. Our communities cannot and will not tolerate. Minneapolis Mayor Fry, now President Trump, tweeted these thugs are dishonoring the memory of George Floyd. Any difficulty and we will assume control. But when the looting starts... The shooting starts. That got his tweet flagged by Twitter. Here's the flag. The flag is this tweet violated the Twitter rules about glorifying violence. However, Twitter has determined that it may be in the public's interest for the tweet to remain accessible. Learn more. Fox's Griff Jenkins, the president's already angry about Twitter fact-checking two of his tweets earlier this week. The protests have spread to other cities, from New York to Denver, where there was vandalism condemned by Colorado's governor, to Louisville as well. The anger there enhanced by a black woman's death in March, shot by police near in her home in a drug case. Shots were fired. Um, people were trampled, running around. Um, I took cover behind a pillar of Metro Hall, just trying to wait out. Uh, flashbangs, tear gas. Um, it was hectic. It was complete chaos. Hayden Rostevsky with Fox Affiliate WDRB. At least seven people were shot. America's listening to Fox News. I've always wanted to learn another language, but every time I try, it never sticks. 
So I decided to give Babbel a try, and I really like the teaching method of the app. I started with the beginner lesson on Babbel, and it starts with simple words and phrases, and soon you're putting those words into a conversation. Each lesson takes about 10 to 15 minutes, and they're all really different, which keeps things interesting. The app is really smart. It actually keeps track of the words I'm struggling with so I can practice them and get better. I chose Babbel because it was created by real language teachers. They built it around real life, how people actually communicate, and what they care about. I can't wait to use my new language skills in the real world. Dos cervezas, por favor. <laughs> With Babbel, get conversational in Spanish, French, German, and more. It just takes 10 to 15 minutes a day. Now try Babbel free. Just go to Babbel.com or download the Babbel app and start learning a new language today. That's Babbel.com. B-A-B-B-E-L.com. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 Weather from Chief Meteorologist Dan Zero. This week's warmth and humidity peak today. Temperatures range from the sticky 60s this morning to a steamy 79 this afternoon with mostly cloudy skies and a chance for a pop-up shower or thunderstorm. One more push of showers and storms tonight. It's still going to be muggy with a low of only 68. And then tomorrow will clear to sunshine with falling humidity. Still warm for your Saturday at 82, then 72 on Sunday with sunshine and a refreshing breeze. I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarrow on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Attention salute. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Four minutes past the hour, TGIF, and I guess I better say not a moment too soon. It has been, oh my gosh, what a week. And uh, on a serious note, what's been happening overnight in Minneapolis is uh, downright dangerous. Uh, unfortunately predictable, because this is the uh, the way it goes now. When something happens that people know shouldn't have happened, the reaction is always... I mean, I'm trying to think of an example where this isn't the case. The reaction is always mobs of people breaking store windows, stealing from the stores anything that they want, setting things on fire, otherwise inciting violence. The mob is now taken over. That's what you got to call them. It's a mob. And please don't fall into the trap. Protesters in Minneapolis, no, this is not protesters. They're criminals. They're 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 a mob. They they actually have taken over the third precinct police department in Minneapolis. It's it's just unbelievable. And of course, President Trump tweets something. I will confess, it was rather sort of ambiguous. I don't think you can really say you know exactly what he was saying. When the looting begins, the shooting begins. I don't really know exactly what he meant by that. 
but Twitter obviously didn't like it. But in this corrupt age that we live in, they didn't just take it down. They they made it they made it that nobody could like it, nobody could comment on it, but they make it so that it can be seen. They lock it up. And that's the creepy stuff that long ago we told you this is the kind of stuff that's going to be going on, especially as we get closer to November 3rd. Social media is doing all kinds of outlandish things. And I think they have earned that they have to be investigated and there has to be something done about it. Because it's such a powerful medium, it, it cannot be allowed to masquerade as though it's free and it's open to all when they're manipulating it. Something has to be done about it. And I'm glad that the president did the executive order that he did. I don't know how far uh, it can potentially go. And I'm sure there's a Democrat judge, a Democrat political activist that gets to wear a robe that will no doubt do something about it. 66 degrees as we begin our morning together. High today in the metro market, 77. Winds out of the south at 10 to 20 miles an hour. Cloudy skies tonight. Thunderstorms late. That's exactly how I like my rain. Get it in overnight. Low 66. Tonight, wind south-southwest, 10 to 20 miles an hour. Tomorrow, cloudy. High 83. Wind south-southwest, 10 to 20 miles an hour. And then, uh, I'm sorry, tomorrow um, the winds are, are light out of the west at 5 to 10 miles an hour, but the high is 83. Sunday, uh, Sunday is sunny, high 72, winds north-northwest at 10 to 20 miles per hour. A lot to share with you this hour. We'll get some open forum in next hour. We'll have open forum in the 8 o'clock hour. Gary Aldrich, senior FBI agent, retired in the uh, 9 o'clock hour. Curious and looking forward to uh, Gary's participation on this issue in Minneapolis and other things that are going on. Ladies and gentlemen, mark this down. Democrat Senator Amy Klobuchar. It's really narrowing who, because the way the Democrats work, it, it's, it's really, it's all wrong how they do it. But Biden's options, it's like the walls are closing in. He did what he did with his complete racist stunt that, of course, only a Democrat could get away with. Haven't heard Willie or anybody, any of the usual suspects condemning Joe Biden for what he said. If you don't if you don't know if you're supporting Trump or me, you ain't black. No, and no, no. Well, there were a couple of couple of African American leaders that spoke out, and good for them. But for the most part, most remain silent. I'm convinced that the NAACP only came out because Biden said that the NAACP endorsed him in every election that he's ever run in, and of course they're a not-for-profit organization, and they cannot endorse candidates. And if they did they would lose their not-for-profit status, or they probably wouldn't because we live in such a double standard, but you would. They probably wouldn't, but you would. But Amy Klobuchar, mark this down. She's done. She's out. She cannot be considered now to be the vice presidential running mate, and here's why. The police officer who held George Floyd's neck 
with his knee, his left knee, and it really did look like he was driving that knee. It didn't look didn't look very passive to me. It looked looked very very wrong. So, some are saying, and one of them is a prosecutor, that there's exculpatory evidence. Well, if there is, yep. While the place is burning down, you better bring it out or shut the hell up. Don't say there's exculpatory evidence and then don't back it up because what we've seen looks extremely indefensible. But Klobuchar is done because the police officer that held George Floyd by the neck down with his knee had previous excessive force complaints and Senator Amy Klobuchar declined to prosecute him back in 2006. Now, keep in mind, I don't know the exact circumstances. Maybe he didn't deserve to be prosecuted. Maybe just some people think that he should have been prosecuted. But the point is, he had excessive force complaints as early as 2006. And then you look now at what happened a few days ago, and of course the um, the violence that has ensued since. Klobuchar was the state prosecutor in Minnesota, uh, Minneapolis for eight years. She declined to prosecute multiple police officers for excessive force, including Derek Chauvin. And of course you have to go to the United Kingdom, as I keep telling you, this is where you have to go to get news, because the Democrat media refuses they don't want to they they want to crush Trump but they don't want to hurt Amy Klobuchar. So Klobuchar is in the process of being vetted to be Joe Biden's potential running mate and I am hereby submitting it's over. If I could reincarnate Roy Orbison, I would get him to uh to come in here and he would tell you that it's over. It's over. It's over. I don't care what they say. Oh, yeah, I'm still vetting Senator Klobuchar. No, you're not. She's done. It's over. And that's that. Because that's the way it is. Those are the rules, kids. How do you like them? Check this one out. Renewable energy has surpassed coal use in the United States of America for the first time since 1885. You're thinking, wait a minute now. Renewable energy? 1885? Oh, yes. Because in 1885, wood was the main source of power. So it is indeed a fact. It's a fun fact. Renewable energy surpasses coal use in the United States of America for the first time since 1885. The Energy Information Administration, which works within the Department of Energy, said that coal use has been declining since it reached a peak in 2007. And we know, of course, what Obama Obama ran and said that they'll bankrupt the coal industry. But it's still an interesting statistic. The use of coal overall dropped to its lowest level since 1964 in one sense. But again, the first comment that I made about it being the first time 
that renewable energy has surpassed coal use since 1885 is quite accurate. The report did not include a comparison with petroleum or with natural gas. The EIA said that the main reason for renewables passing coal was that electricity generated from coal dropped to its lowest level in 42 years. Natural gas has displaced much of the coal use for electricity generation. So you have that factoring in as well. And among renewables used for electricity, wind exceeded hydro for the first time in the uh, most uh, recent complete year, 2019. Coal has, of course, been the target of environmentalists for years and rules imposed by Barack Obama in 2014 uh, were heavily criticized as a ploy to make it uneconomical to use. I mean, he said it. He's, it's not me. I, I, I really marvel at how people get mad at me when I tell the truth. Obama said it. He will. You can, you can open up a coal plant, but we'll bankrupt you. Now, how do you get mad at me for saying that? He said it. Those are also the rules with Democrats. They'll lie about you, and they get mad when you tell the truth about them. There's a famous expression, if you can lie about me, I can tell the truth about you. When we come back from the break, and, and there's no reason to hold right now, I, I have so much to update you on. I, it, it stresses me out when I see people holding for an hour. Don't hold. We're going to take calls in the 7 o'clock hour, I promise. I promise you. When we come back, despite the media, and we've been talking about this and talking about it and talking about it, because Governor Ron DeSantis has been right at every turn. Governor Andrew Cuomo has been wrong at most every turn. And yet the media glorifies Cuomo, and they don't even mention DeSantis, or they try to make him a negative. Think about it. The only time you even heard Florida being covered when was when when there were cruise ships. And oh my gosh, DeSantis won't let the cruise ships in. What are we going to do? And all of this. When we come back, I'm going to share something with you. We tell you all the time when someone says it so very well that we couldn't do it any better ourselves. We give credit where credit is due. And I'm going to share with you a piece. It's an opinion piece, but it should actually be just a fact-based column because it really is. Despite the media narrative, DeSantis was right and Cuomo was wrong. We'll back it up in just a few minutes. Don't go away. Thanks for waking up early in the morning. And again, I'm very grateful that it is Friday. Fox News Commentary. President Trump's conspiratorial, self-destructive tweets. More next. You're more focused than ever on keeping your employees and customers safe. Cintas has the products and services you need to feel prepared. Our Cintas technicians can apply our disinfectant and sanitizer spray throughout your facility. Our ultra-clean service for restrooms uses a sanitizer effective against certain germs, bacteria, and viruses. And we'll help you stay well-stocked with hand sanitizer, face masks, and essential PPE. Visit Cintas.com and get ready for the workday.
Over the Memorial Day long weekend, when Americans paused to honor the memories of our war dead, and as the public braced for our COVID-19 death toll to reach 100,000, President Trump devoted multiple tweets to a bizarre, unhinged conspiracy theory about former Republican Congressman Joe Scarborough, now an MSNBC host, and a young woman who died while working in his congressional office in Florida back in 2001. It's a closed case. The coroner and the police found no evidence of foul play. And yet, as retaliation for unfavorable television commentary, Trump is dredging up this years-old story, causing enormous pain to the young woman's family. Her former husband wrote, quote, the President of the United States has taken something that does not belong to him, the memory of my dead wife, and perverted it for perceived political gain, end quote. Trump's petty feuds are one thing, but this is especially gross and indefensible. It serves no purpose, it accomplishes nothing, and he ought to knock it off. That's your Fox News commentary. For Listen for the... This is Weekday. for the latest coronavirus news. Open the WPG Talk Radio app now. Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Ten minutes before the top of the hour, I read something this morning at about 2.30, and I thought, why would this even be necessary? There's so much on our minds. There's so much to do. Why would we even have to look at something like this? There's a congressman who is pushing a bill to keep stimulus aid away from illegal immigrants. Why, why would you need that? I don't, I don't even understand it. That no one illegal should be eligible for anything. Shouldn't be eligible for driver's licenses. Of course, shouldn't be eligible to vote. Shouldn't be eligible for uh, Social Security, for, for anything. I mean, I, I don't want to uh, upset you, but... Illegals actually receive tax refunds when they pay no taxes. There's that scheme going on as well. This just this all has to be buttoned down. Senator Tom Cotton introduced something uh, early this this I was going to say last month, thinking it's June already, but it's not June until Monday. Earlier this month, he introduced it in the Senate, and. He said it's introduced legislation to ensure taxpayers aren't bailing out states and localities that are setting up programs to send COVID-19 cash payments to illegal immigrants. Quote, with more than 40 million Americans out of work, it is unfair to send hard-earned tax dollars to non-citizens who entered our country illegally. I mean, it's, it's true. This is Ken Buck who's a great member of Congress from Colorado, but why would this even be necessary? Here's the act. The No Bailouts for Illegal Aliens Act is meant to block any funding for illegal immigrants who didn't get stimulus checks from the CARES Act when it passed this March. In April, you might remember California Governor Gavin Newsom, who for the most part we, we have complimented for doing a very good job you think about how few cases they've had for how many they could have had but he was blocking out 75 million dollars to just give it to 150,000 illegal immigrants no 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 i'm a very compassionate man but if you're here wrongfully you don't get to benefit According to California Department of Social Services, the program gives, quote, 
an undocumented adult. Now, you, you have to understand, your illegal alien is their undocumented superhero. Quote, the program gives an undocumented adult who qualifies a one-time payment of $500 and up to $1,000 for each household. Quote, we need to prioritize the American people by making sure taxpayers are not subsidizing blue states' plans to give cash payments to illegal immigrants. I'm telling you right now, the Democrats, once again, we, we stood by and we watched as they absolutely, positively, successfully commandeered education. They own it. Hook, line, and stinker. They're rewriting the history books. They're, they're doing all kinds of crazy stuff. They've got it locked down, buttoned up. And I'm telling you right now, they're on their way in terms of the Democrat permanent majority, I call it. I don't know why more people don't see it. But the Democrat permanent majority is getting closer by the day. Arizona is tipping. There's a very good chance that President Trump could lose Arizona. They, I, and you got to give the Democrats credit. Uh, they did it when they ran Van Drew as a Democrat in District 2, although Van Drew had positioned himself to make that run. I don't give Democrats any credit for his run because he was, he was marking, he was biding his time, he was waiting strategically, could have challenged Lobiondo a couple of times, may even have been able to beat Lobiondo on two occasions over the years. But at the time, you'd have to decide it didn't look that way. So Vandrew was smart. He waited his time, and he prevailed. But in many districts, Democrats put perceived, now, of course, they governed very differently, perceived moderates who campaigned like Trump and won their seats. Let's see how they do in their reelection year. But the Democrats, they're pretty smart. Uh, I forget the guy's name. I know it when I hear it. He's an identical twin. They're both astronauts. And one of them, I believe, is it the husband of Gabby Gifford? One of them is running against Martha McSally. Martha McSally would probably beat just about any Democrat that they would put up against her. But this guy is an astronaut. He's really likable. He's very good on camera. He's not he's not he's not ugly or anything. He's not but he's not particularly attractive. But but he's not hideous or anything. So don't get me wrong. And why do you bring that up because I'm telling you since John F Kennedy and the tele, television age what you look like matters. If you look like a troll, you're not winning much. That's not not to be unkind. I'm just telling you like it is. If JFK, with his resume, looked like LBJ uh, or pick anybody, Ross Perot, he doesn't win the presidency. If television age didn't connect right during that campaign, he doesn't win. That's why everyone that heard debates, content-wise, all said President Nixon won. But if you saw the debate, you said that Kennedy won. Nixon was ashened, 
crazy looking, sweating, after a uh, five o'clock shadow, didn't wear makeup. I think Kennedy tricked him. He said, no, no, I don't wear any makeup. Kennedy was dolled up. I mean, he looked magnificent. Kennedy's cross-legged there, looking like Errol Flynn. I mean, it was amazing. And he wins. So if you don't think that that matters, then that's up to you. I'm telling you that it does. If Nixon looked like a wishnik, I'm sorry, if, if Kennedy looked like a wishnik doll, he's never the president. And if you think about it, his resume, when Dan Quayle compared, and Lloyd Benson said, I knew Jack Kennedy. Jack Kennedy was a friend of mine. And you're no Jack Kennedy. Oh, ha, ha, ha. and it just made a fool out of Dan Quayle. Dan Quayle wasn't lying. His resume was very commensurate with JFK. Very much so. Both had been on the Defense Committee. Both had been a senator for a period of time. Very, very similar. In fact, John F. Kennedy's uh, resume to be president was very thin. Let's be honest. It was. But make the comparison. Oh, but it, yeah, it really does matter. Matters quite a bit. President Trump said last night that he'd like to get rid of his whole Twitter account. Now, I know he means that. He's got 80.4 million followers. He is the leader in the world in terms of numbers of followers on social media platforms. But something we've been telling you about for years and that it would intensify during the last six months before the election. Yeah, I know. Call me Pocket Kreskin. What can I tell you? But it's true. Uh, people ask me, how do I know these things? It, and it's, it's easy. All you have to do to know what somebody is going to do is just look, look at them, look at their philosophy of governance, and you'll know. I know what Joe Biden's going to do every time. You just know. If you know someone, you know what to look for, you can foresee these things in advance. They're not, they're not mystical uh, crystal ball predictions. They're, they're very fact-based. And I knew it. And, and I'm telling you right now, and we've been right every... Not only, not only have we been right every step of the way, we've been scary, right? I'm talking red, dead, center, bullseye. Center of the bullseye. That's how correct we've been. And this is the way they started. They do the first fact check. Now they ghost one of uh, President Trump's posts, and it's going to get worse. 95.5 FM and 1450 AM, WPGG Atlantic City, WENJ 97.3, HD3 Millville. Your calls begin in four minutes. They set fires, smashed windows, and looted stores. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. The third and most violent night yet. A protest in Minneapolis, angry over the death of a black man, with a white officer caught on video kneeling on his neck. Lots of lawlessness and chaos going on uh, right now. Thick black smoke in the air. Uh, the smell of smoke for really just miles. Fox's Matt Fence is one of the buildings burning is a police precinct. 
we have seen the National Guard here. In fact, uh, there were many of them, uh, soldiers were here not long ago, and they were doing their best to maintain order here. And the Minneapolis National Guard said that it has sent in 500 officers uh, in this area. That's from Minneapolis Mayor now. Jacob Fry calls it unacceptable. Can't be tolerated. President Trump tweeted the mayor is showing a total lack of leadership. Donald Trump knows nothing about the strength of Minneapolis. We are strong as hell. Something else the president tweeted got flagged and is now hidden on his page. Fox's Rachel Sutherland has more live. Dave calling protesters and rioters in Minneapolis thugs. The president tweeted they told Minnesota's governor that the military is with him all the way, adding, when the looting starts, the shooting starts. Twitter flagged the message saying it violated the platform's rules about glorifying violence. The site also flagged two other tweets from President Trump this week. The latest flag comes a day after the president signed an executive order aimed at curbing legal protections for social media platforms. Dave? Now, Rachel, the protest extended to other cities from New York to Denver. Colorado's governor called it a very sad night to see the protests in his state devolve into violence and vandalism. And seven people were shot in the demonstrations in Louisville. In Ogden, Utah, a police officer was murdered. Another wounded responding to a wife's call about her threatening husband, who was later found dead in the home. America's listening to Fox News. I've always wanted to learn another language, but every time I try, it never sticks. So I decided to give Babbel a try, and I really like the teaching method of the app. I started with the beginner lesson on Babbel, and it starts with simple words and phrases. And soon, you're putting those words into a conversation. Each lesson takes about 10 to 15 minutes, and they're all really different, which keeps things interesting. The app is really smart. It actually keeps track of the words I'm struggling with so I can practice them and get better. I chose Babbel because it was created by real language teachers. They built it around real life, how people actually communicate and what they care about. I can't wait to use my new language skills in the real world. Dos cervezas, por favor. <laughs> With Babbel, get conversational in Spanish, French, German, and more. It just takes 10 to 15 minutes a day. Now try Babbel free. Just go to Babbel.com or download the Babbel app and start learning a new language today. That's Babbel.com. B-A-B-B-E-L.com. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 Weather from Chief Meteorologist Dan Zero. This week's warmth and humidity peak today. Temperatures range from the sticky 60s this morning to a steamy 79 this afternoon with mostly cloudy skies and a chance for a pop-up shower or thunderstorm. One more push of showers and storms tonight. It's still going to be muggy with a low of only 68. And then tomorrow will clear to sunshine with falling humidity. Still warm for your Saturday at 82, then 72 on Sunday with sunshine and a refreshing breeze. I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarrow on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Four minutes past the hour. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning and welcome to our final broadcast of the month of May when we return. It will be June. During the break, I saw that a very devoted listener wrote, What is a wishnik? And it's uh, simple. A wishnik is a troll doll. Well, I think 
probably around the 1960s, something like that. Maybe even old, they're older than that. But um, they're little tiny, like babies, and they've got that troll-looking face and big hair. Big, I mean, big hair. And usually in pastel, very bright colors, purplish and stuff like that. Uh, Wishnik is uh, synonymous with troll doll. Question asked, question answered. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Good morning, Harry. This is Fred. Uh, Freddie Grimmie, uh, Hey, Fred. How are you doing today? Good, Fred. Good. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about, I know we spoke about this before, about hydrochloroquine. Yeah. And the use of that. Last night on uh, Fox News, they had a study by Yale. They did, they did five studies by Yale. Uh, this Dr. Harry Resch, uh, the lead epidemiologist at Yale, uh, found that the efficacy and safety of hydrochloroquine with, with uh, erythromycin and with or without zinc uh, showed that it was safe to use and uh, it's given before, after someone becomes is, is symptomatic with the disease, uh, it is like a 50 percent chance, old chance of someone surviving and not having uh, ill effects uh, of the disease. Uh, this, this Dr. William Grace was on last night also on TV, and uh, it was amazing. This just 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 the the uh, uh, just just the thing that the president was talking about. Uh, that he that he probably had this information, but it wasn't verified. But now it's verified. But th- th- this would be big news on on all the channels. No, uh, no. You, and Fred, you know it will never be. They never admit they're wrong. They never let anything stand in the way of their agenda. If Barack Obama brought up that hydroxychloroquine uh, is good, the media would love him for it. President Trump brings it up. They have to turn it into a political contest every single time. The president took it for two weeks. He did fine with it. He's done taking it. He took it for two weeks because he had been around uh, close uh, proximity to some people that had COVID-19 or who had tested positive, at least for the coronavirus. And the media, as you know, went crazy about it and made it like it's a death sentence. Now, of course, as you know, the FDA approved it 65 years ago. It's used very safely. But as you know, you're in the medical field. With with um, all the trials that they do, they document people who had adverse reactions to it. So if you have comorbidities, bad heart, other things, then you don't take it. But if you consult with your doctor and your doctor says, hey, this is something that you, you can tolerate and you'll do well with it, uh, and it could help save your life, then you do it. But instead of being honest, the media purposely is dishonest. And, and Fred, that's not the only study on hydroxychloroquine. The media got a lot of um, yahooing when the, uh, the WHO said that they were suspending their trial because they wanted to they didn't they they just ended it right there oh let's suspend their trial oh. they said they want to look at it uh take another look at it but you know that was all political yes Harry. there's uh, no doubt dr fauci, dr fauci yesterday was on uh msnbc and uh he was still 
out in the, uh, the, the danger of using hydrochloroquine and uh, erythromycin. Uh, when this study came out, and he, he knew about this study, and he's still, still to this day, doing the same thing, using it as a political punt uh, ball, punting it around. Uh, there's 2,000 people a day being killed uh, in America by this disease. And to stop it, it this, this drug is, is available and, and it should be widely used now. Uh, by the time, uh, he, he says, well, we have to wait until September uh, to see what happens. Uh, but by that time... Hey, Fred, let me, do me a favor. If you could help me with this, I don't think this would be too hard to find. You said 2,000 people a day die from COVID-19, and I've been tracking it because I do all these COVID-19 updates uh, for our six radio stations, so I'm on top of this stuff. How many people die when you're a country of 328 million people? How many people die every day, and it's not COVID-19? I'm uh, not sure. I don't know. Do you think it's thousands? Uh, I'd say probably. Yeah, I would. I'm going to guess it is. Uh, but it's just so amazing. Now I realize this. This is serious, and we've been we've been fair and square with it. We've been compliant. And we've accepted it's a sticky, it's it's a new, it's a novel uh, virus, and that that especially if you're older, if you have certain other comorbidities, it's it's um, potentially very very serious, very fatal. Most people uh, do recover. I think right now the World Health Organization, the CDC, and other organizations have said that it's right now about a 0.3 mortality rate, which means it's a 99.7 percent not mortality rate, but it doesn't get covered like that, Fred. Correct. But I'm going to do this. I'm going to find out how many people die every day that we never hear about. And we also know that there are people dying, and they're just throwing them in. Okay, he died. Okay, he the COVID too, right there. COVID. No, he didn't have COVID. It's all right. He's in there now. I, I think there's crooked numbers. I don't trust any of it. Mm-hmm. I can understand that, Harry. Uh, but in, in, in this case, since we have a disease that's, that's so sticky, as you would call it, uh, and there's, there's, there's something to unstick it before it gets stuck to these people, uh, to any of us, yeah. uh, it becomes symptomatic. Really, uh, I, 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 uh, if, I had, if I had the disease, uh, I would be taking medicine. I'd force my doctor to get me the medicine. I don't, and I don't think you'd have to force your doctor. There, there's not a um, the narrative is nasty at the national level, but it's it's very collegial. Uh, I know people that have taken it. They they've taken it in advance. They've taken it if they've been infected. Uh, I haven't heard anybody that hasn't done well with it because nobody should take it if if you have a bad heart or some of the other reasons for not taking it. You wouldn't have a problem if 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 you if you're the right candidate. For a certain drug, you should do fine. You know that. Uh, I think this um, Remdesivir uh, also has a lot of promise. Uh, they're working very, very uh, hard on that right now. Uh, so hopefully by the time we would get towards the end of the year, we'll have therapies. We'll hopefully be close to a vaccine. Question for you, and then I have to run. In the latest polling data, 50% say they will take a vaccine, 50% say they will not take a coronavirus, a COVID-19 vaccine. 
when that first vaccine is available, will you take it? Most definitely. Yeah, I'm going to take it too. Most definitely. You know, it's, something that, uh, it's, it's, it's a matter of life and death with this, this disease. So, yeah. and you know, you know what it does. You, 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 know, you know all the facts already. Uh, and, 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 just a, and actually, Harry, the, the studies that are being, the, the, uh, the efficiency of, of the system now is inefficient at one time, the way they're doing this now. The use of DNA uh, in these, these new uh, immunizations uh, should be uh, amazing. It's yeah, I'm going to take it. I will tell you, though, that when the H1N1 first um, swine flu vaccine, I'm, I'm guessing it would, believe it or not, it was a different strain, but it was somewhere around the Vietnam War era time frame uh, I know someone that absolutely swears that it created problems for them, serious problems for them, including diabetes, that they were not um, probably going to have. And Fred, as I leave you, Brother Don Hurley, who you know well, just texted me, 8,000 people a day die, and 8,000 people a day have died every day for the past 20 years. Just thought, mm-hmm. thought I'd just point that out. Fred, have a good good day. Thank you, my friend. Thank you, Eric. See you, buddy. Bye-bye. Can we get in one more call before the break? No, hang in there. Let's get the break in first. It's not long. It's Sean Hannity and, and a very brief early in the morning Profit Center timeout, and then right back to your calls at 609-407-1450. In this order, you've held the longest, you've held the second longest, and you've held the third longest. That's how we play the game. You get on in the order that you call, 609-407-1450, which means you'll be the one after that. Don't go away. 609-407-1450. It's early in the morning. Here's Sean Hannity. Turn up your radio. Here's the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. Life is precious. You know, the president, when he says we're one glorious nation under God, we're one united American family, he's right. We all are created in God's image. All of us are created in... That's a life with that knee on the neck, and that life is now gone. And it didn't have to happen. It's sad. Look, I believe in peaceful protesting. Don't go looting stores, putting stores on fire. We, we have enough trouble with the economy, jobs lost, and it's it won't do any good. And the people that are the leaders, you've got to be leaders now. Protest all you want, you know... Right, you have a right and a, a righteous anger here, but that part of it has to not happen for everybody's sake. Check out the Sean Hannity Radio Show later today, right here. Blinds.com wants to help you turn your home into even more of a sanctuary this summer and all year long by giving away a contact-free makeover worth over 2000 bucks and a free virtual professional interior design session. Just enter at Blinds.com for your chance to win. It's your dream bedroom makeover. Check out their special savings on all the top quality interior blind shades, shutters, and outdoor shades. No purchase necessary. Blinds.com for all the details. Rules, restrictions apply. Have you wanted to speak a new language, but thought it would be too difficult? Then try Babbel. Babbel starts by teaching you words and phrases that gradually get more complex. Soon, you're practicing short conversations. So in 15 minutes a day, you'll be speaking a new language in a few weeks. 
Babbel is built around real life. It teaches you practical conversations that you will actually use. Babbel, language for life. Now try Babbel for free. Just go to babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com.